0: Today is January 4th, 2024, and the dominant news this morning in the United States is who is an associate of Jeffrey Epstein, who is on his list, the list of people who knew nothing, who saw nothing, who flew on his planes, who visited his resorts, who got the massages from young girls, but thought everything was on the up and up. Who are those people? What this story is about is the massive corruption amongst America's power class. They live in a world apart from all of you. This is the most corrupt era in American society since at least the late 1880s or 1890s. There is no compare in the 20th, or 21st century. This is similar to the type of corruption seen in the Russian oligarchy, where the richest and most elite in the society have completely opted out of any sense of morality, right and wrong. They are above it all. And that's what the Epstein story is about. It speaks to the sordid, and sorry state of American politics, that a former president of the United States, the Duke of York, a member of the British royal family, Alan Dershowitz, and the list goes on and on. The faces, so many of them, are familiar. They are known. But this is how this world operates, hidden, invisible. This is the world where a Qatari agent or government minister hands off watches worth tens of thousands of dollars to crooked senators like Bob Menendez, all of them on the tape. The result of America's corruptocracy is that it fuels a demagogue and an autocrat like Donald Trump. He is given a pass. For his massive corruption because at least Trump doesn't engage in hypocrisy. He is exactly who he says he is, 100%. Trump's position is, I'm above the law. He's overt about it. Not so with so many of these other people. This sickness, this rot, this decay in our land is fueling a loss of freedom for all Americans. Now, who is in the Jeffrey Epstein Registrar in the context of everything happening in the world is both a big thing, but a very small thing. In the Red Sea, the situation is escalating. The United States and the Allies have given a final warning to Houthi rebels that they will be struck militarily if they attack more shipping. The situation in Israel and Gaza is dire. There is tremendous danger of this war escalating to the north in Lebanon. All across the Middle East, the flame is getting closer to the powder keg. In Venezuela in Ukraine, 2024 is beginning in a season of war and chaos around much of the world. The American presidential campaign is less than one year away. The chief competitor to Donald Trump, who will be defeated badly, couldn't answer a question about what the cause of the American Civil War was. This is all part of the same type of... Of awful corruption and the threat isn't to a word democracy it's to a way of life and that way of life is built around liberty and the pursuit of happiness but it's been stripped away by the very same power class that's on the list of friends of jeffrey epstein these people don't care about ordinary Americans. Yet they control the lives of scores of tens of millions of them. Tens of millions of Americans can't open a bank account. They're deemed unworthy and thus are unbed and pushed off to the usury interest rates of the credit card companies or the check cashing stores and the payday lenders. Democracy doesn't mean much to them. Probably doesn't mean a lot to the 34-year-old black woman in Ohio who is being prosecuted because she had a miscarriage and put the remains of the 21-week-old embryo into the toilet. Her charges are desecrating the corpse. Democracy probably doesn't mean very much to her. This election ahead needs to be fought over the meaning of America, where we are today, how we got here, but how do we get out of this, and where are we going? There are many, many days, and there will be many ups and downs over the course of this year before the next election. One thing is perfectly clear, though. This country is in crisis because its elites, the people who are on the Jeffrey Epstein list, have gone completely out of control. And the result is everywhere you look, chaos in the world, a million dead from opioids in the United States, 40% of the country that doesn't have $400 available in the case of an emergency, and an absolute collapse of faith and trust in institutions in leaders, and in our political system. That's what the Jeffrey Epstein list is about. Maybe all of those people had no idea what was going on. But they didn't. Many of them knew. But they looked away. Because rules are for you, not for them. Right and wrong is something that they are above. And those people have wrecked the lives of tens of millions of Americans who worked hard played by the rules and were sold out by the taker class who always wanted more. America's television pundits and political commentators are in the middle of a collective panic attack and it is unbecoming. The most important thing to remember about American politics is a day Can be an eternity. And there are hundreds of eternities between this day and election day. The question at hand will be, America or Trump? The most important thing to understand as Donald Trump stands on the edge of becoming the Republican nominee for the third consecutive election cycle a feat achieved by only a few Americans in history, William Jennings Bryan, Franklin Roosevelt, Donald Trump, that he is offering nothing new, just a more extreme version of the chaos, the violence, and the mayhem we have already seen. The American people are worn out, they are disgusted, and they are tired. And the Democratic Party has been found wanting by tens of millions of them who are disappointed, angry, and upset. Yet in the end, those people will get on board and join the American coalition to defeat the un-American coalition. There have always been two great sides in a perpetual battle in American life. The great mistake for many people over, say, 45 years old, was believing that America had transcended those fights, that the battle was ended and over, that the idea that all of us are created equally, black and white, brown, it doesn't matter your creed, your religion, that as an American, all of us are created equally, endowed by our creator with rights that include life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The conventional wisdom for so long was this debate was settled. It was over. The right side had won. And Martin Luther King's point that the moral arc of the universe is long. But in the end, it bends towards justice, was proven right. But arcs are funny. It depends at what angle you look at them from to be able to tell where they're going or where you stand in relation to their trajectory. The fight ahead seems to me to be a perpetual one. It will be waged by our grandchildren and their grandchildren. So long as there are human beings, some human beings will seek to dominate others. Some humans are inclined to give, while others are built to take. Some are predatory and rapacious and evil. During my lifetime, I have visited many places that astonish and beggar belief. I've borne witness in those places, in the concentration camps, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in the places where Black Americans were lynched and murdered. I've borne witness in my lifetime to the awful things that human beings can do to one another. There is no bottom to the evil that humans are capable of doing each other when the power of the state combines with a dogma and a cult of personality. That's what this election is about. It's not a referendum on who we are, but who we will become. Donald Trump has made perfectly clear he's running for revenge and retribution. There are stories in American newspapers that talk openly about Attorney General Stephen Miller. Of course, he'll never be confirmed, but in a lawless Trump second term, he wouldn't have to be. He would just be acting Attorney General. Democracy in America, liberty, however you choose to think about it, won't extinguish overnight. It's not like a light switch. America won't wake up one morning and suddenly be festooned by Trump banners, like it's the Christmas season, but in an authoritarian sense. It will be gradual and it will be slow, but the signs are there already. There is a 34-year-old black woman in Ohio. She's being prosecuted by a zealous prosecutor over a miscarriage. The first time she went to the hospital, Doctors didn't convene, an ethics panel did, and they debated for eight hours about what to do because the fetus was 21 weeks and five days, and the Ohio law at 22 weeks makes it a law enforcement matter. A black woman who had a miscarriage and put the remains of the fetus in the toilet is now being prosecuted by a white man for mishandling a corpse that died in utero. Understand, this is a loss of democracy, of liberty and freedom. It may not be felt in the same way yet by a white man or a millionaire, but it will ultimately. When democracy is lost, it will be lost first by the people who've never tasted it in the first place or experienced, it maybe peripherally. 40% of the country doesn't have $400 available. They don't have much choice in life, not a lot of liberty, thus not a lot of democracy. Look at Hunter Biden, the son of a president of the United States, being prosecuted because he is the president's son, singled out. If that can happen to the president, son, understand, it can happen to anybody. What I'm trying to say is the American Republic is already listing, Freedom is already being eroded. There are hundreds of books that are banned in the state of Florida. Catcher in the Rye, The Color Purple, among them. Classic Works, Hemingway, Salinger, all banned by a fascist governor. There has always been a fascist strain in American life and American politics. Always. There has always been a desire in the hearts of men to take power. The genius of the American system is that it ordered the affairs of a nation and of men into a system of law that restrains the savagery. But the savagery has always been there. It was there when Emmett Till was killed. It was there for thousands of lynchings. It was there for the white mobs who attacked blacks in Washington, D.C., and in Tulsa, Oklahoma, at the beginning of the 20th century and events largely lost to history. It was there when 38,000 American Nazis gave the Hitler salute facing a 40-foot tall banner of George Washington, bespeckled with swastikas. It was there in Charlottesville when young men marched in paramilitary uniform chanting, Jews will not replace us. And it was there on the Harvard campus as young extremists attacked, chased, assaulted, and tormented Jewish students. It has always been there in American life. The instinct to murder, maim, kill, and dominate a group of people who are different. What has restrained it in this country is the American constitution, the rule of law. And that rule of law has constantly had to be defended. Joseph McCarthy assaulted it, George Wallace assaulted it, Jefferson Davis assaulted it, and Donald Trump assaulted it. Each generation is called to preserve the majesty, the dignity of this nation's constitution, which has created the oldest republic in world history. This country, made up of all the people of the world, where every language is spoken every day, is far from perfect, but it has fed more people, cured more people, liberated more people, and done more good in the world than every nation put together from the beginning of time. At the beginning, when America was born, at the moment of victory, when the British surrendered at Yorktown, a great general of the revolution, a Frenchman, the Marquis de Lafayette said this, humanity has its victory, liberty has its country. And he believed this country would save and redeem the world, and it has. There is no country that will ever be able to come and liberate America. The only force in the world powerful enough to take liberty from the American people is the American people. And the only force powerful enough in the world to defend liberty from being taken is the American people. And so the test has come again. This year will require calmness, determination, and perseverance. But in the end, the American people will measure up. The American people will do the right thing. The American people will renew their democracy, not strangle it for the benefit of a corrupt and evil man named Donald Trump the most dangerous American who has ever lived.